Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. We're in the very, uh, we're in the back end of the year now. Yeah, we're we're in the middle of. Well, it, it's the Christmas season. I mean, it we're recording this on the twenty-first of December. Yeah, we're, that, we're basically we're on the cusp. So, yeah. by the time you hear this, you'll have significant. significant. I can't say the word significant. Yeah. You'll be you'll be full. You'll be full of food and wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll be thinking, I wish I should go for a run, but I can't. I'm in that. Uh, I'm in the middle of the phase that I find most Christmases where I'm sort of experimenting with being an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. a kind of seasonal plunge. It's frighteningly easy out. to get into drinking every single day, isn't it? It's amazingly pleasurable, isn't it? Yeah. But also, it's really, it's really you become kind of immune. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Had a, we had a Thai takeaway delivered last night. Right. And I drank... I just drank four pints of lager during the meal. Right. Just during the meal. Wow. And I swear, I didn't... I, you know... That's I quite didn't a lot, feel in it? the slightest bit drunk. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. yeah straight in, straight down. Didn't touch the what, have you, what have you been drinking? Oh, by the way, our run. We're going to run uh, five miles down to Limehouse Basin. That'll so there nice. you go. That's, about, just that's about what I'm good for. Starting in Newington Green. It's a grey and miserable day. Overcast day. And the funny thing about this Christmas is... Christmas 2016. It was exactly like this the day we did that rubbish one that you never heard because it was our very first kind of... Probably about 51 weeks ago, we came out on a date like this in Newington Green and recorded the uh, first running commentary, except... We hadn't we recorded record it. We hadn't recorded it. But we've sorted that all out now. So what have you been drinking? I've been... Last Thursday, I drove to Walthamstow because a mate of mine runs a wine shop. Yeah. And I bought loads of really nice red wine from him and a couple of bottles of champagne. So... And we polished it all off last night. Great. So it's all gone. So drinking so and driving is bad, driving and drinking... <laughs> So you went to get it to cover yourself for the season. Yeah, and it's and all gone. How many in, in how many hours? Like forty-eight hours. Well, no, I'm not, I mean I've got it last Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, okay. I, it's not that bad, but it's twelve bottles of 
really nice stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just gone by Wednesday. I mean, yeah, yeah. And maybe, you know, I didn't really drink much on Friday or Saturday, so it's basically since Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous. I also like the way, I don't know, it sounds to me like you're probably just getting steadily through quality red, but yeah. I find that you, rather than not drinking, you just have something different. You're right. like, oh, don't really fancy a martini, or we've finished all the gin. Right. But there's wine here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you mix your booze, don't you? I just, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just tend to get thoroughly sozzled on reds, really. Yep, yep. I did, um, last weekend I was in uh, Birmingham. Right. And we did eight gigs wow. in four days. Three gigs on the Friday and Saturday night. Like Loads it. of Christmas parties. Like it. Absolutely tough gigs, great. Tough gigs. Not really bumpy, you know, exciting gigs. So they weren't tough as, tough as strong. They were good right. fun. Particularly the big ones. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah, um, because... Yeah. Uh, it's one of the best clubs in the country, arguably. It's great to get to oh, be it's, it's dead funny. That bloke with his guitar on at the end. Yeah, you yeah. want at the end? That's just reminded me of a comedian who was on the other night who said, he introduced <laughs> me with these words. Yeah, he's just died twice, <laughs> but he's good with a guitar in his hand. Oh, what? That's the kind of hosting, oh, that's the hosting you need, isn't it? Oh, mate, that's outrageous. And for clarity... That's virtually workplace I'd, I'd, I'd lost... I'd lost uh, in a game, a game called Live or Die. Right. I'd gone out, got voted back in and gone out again. Right. So I hadn't actually died twice in either a fail at a comedy gig or a Lazarus style. So you're talking, this was cutting edge stuff. Yeah. Cutting edge comedy style. Yeah. Workplace bullying is really, I'm going to have to remember that phrase next time I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny when Banta loses, entirely loses any sense of kind of wit or affection. Yes, yeah. I think you're just abusing me to my face. (laughs) And so do the audience. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The mask has slipped. These these performers seem to despise each other. (laughs) That's no fun for me. You're violating my safe space. (laughs) Hello. So anyway, right... Birmingham, lots and lots of gigs. Still getting up early every morning because, A, I'm in the habit of getting up at yes. quarter past seven because of uh, my son right. going to school. And B, there's lots to be done. Yeah, of course. So it's loads of gigs. Of season, it? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we're just crossing the uh, Bulls Pond Road. Or is it the St. Paul's Road? No, it's the Bulls Pond Road this side. And uh, I'm taking pictures for the record. But frankly, it's all a bit grim, isn't it? It's not yeah, much it's to all see. A bit. It's still unseasonably mellow that you're in terms of cold, isn't it? It's not particularly cold. Yeah, it drifted cold the last couple of days. I thought it was getting colder and colder, but it's it's back pretty yeah. uh, temperate today. Tropical. And that just makes it wet. Um, excuse me. Anyway, what am I trying to get to? Yeah, very busy long days. Yeah. Lots of gigs. Had to come home sharp on Saturday, it was a family lunch on Saturday. Right. And I was visiting my dad on the way home. So yeah. Sunday, I mean. So three, oh, three gigs on Saturday night. And then, uh, but nevertheless, because it was the end of a big run of gigs, we had a drink. Of course you did, yeah. And I drank about a dozen gins. Right. In <laughs> about as many minutes. Yeah. And yeah. frankly... I nearly died. Wow. It was brilliant the way I kind of hid it. I, I, when, when I came home to my... You okay? Yeah, it's fine. Got Injury. A twing. Injury. A little twing. Twang. Um, we, uh, yeah, when I came home, I was hanging with my uh, family and my sister-in-law's family. Yeah. We had a nice time. I had a bit of a headache. 
but I kind of <laughs> pretended that I hadn't. We all had a good time, yeah. including a really glorious Christmas sing-along, which is by turns oh, melodic lovely. and beautiful and occasionally cacophonous. That sounds great. You know, there were recorders, what, round, oboes. Just round, just round the house? Yeah, yeah, just by the tree. Oh, it was, but then That's That's the filming. moment the relatives left... You know, I kind of collapsed. Yes. I was like, oh, oh it's done. Someone bring me some yeah. medicine. <laughs> it was really. So you had that round at Camp Deering's round at your house? Yes, that was Sunday. Nice, mate. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, I finished my gigs on Saturday. I did this uh, corporate at, uh, at a car firm up north in, uh, in Harrogate. Yeah. It was it was GC Motors prestige car vehicles. He sound prestigious. It was one of those gigs where where you chat to them and they say uh, anything goes here. Don't worry about language. Any anything goes. Just say any anything goes. And then normally when people say that, it means nothing goes, and you're going to have a weird gig. Yeah, they've worried about it. But with this one, anything it went. Really meant. Look, there's a fox. Oh, hey, mate. Stay there. Hello, mate. Just crossing the road there. Fox in the middle of the road, middle of the day, why not? Why not? See you later, you cheeky urban Driving nightmare. Driving Christmas. Nice. And I'm, I'm looking for some carrion. Yeah, looking <laughs> for some waste. I'm rummaging through the bins. <laughs> and uh, Looking for leftover meat. So this, this bunch, <laughs> they've basically been banned from all the hotels in... Harrogate because they get too rowdy. Yeah. So they decided to have the gig in the in their own car showroom. <laughs> and, and the MD is this this fella called Giles. Yeah. He sounds quite posh. Who won't mind me talking about? Right. Um, he's obviously good in the workplace. He was this like, is he, Yeah, this is very nice. That's nice, isn't it? The Beauvoir town, past the deli. Ooh. Nice. You'd have thought when I, most Giles I meet do tend to be quite posh. Yeah, he wasn't. No. He was. He occupied the space where David Brent meets Bernard Manning <laughs> with a bit of Tourette's. Yeah. He was like. That's a, that's a wonderful. Im- you've you've caught that wonderfully. He was pretty very powerful. He was perfect. I mean, <laughs> the language, the content. It was like being in the seventies. Yeah. There was one Asian bloke who worked for the firm. He was just doing his voice. He was doing uh, Germans, old German stuff. Yeah. Oh, every now and then, then he goes shaman for no reason and yeah, do yeah. some kind of weird lingo. I'm not going to repeat the language because we're keeping it clean on podca- on this podcast. Yeah, good. Rob, keeping it good clean. Good work there. Too keeping late now. I mean, we can't go yeah. national because we've already got we've already got um, F's and Jeffs online. Keeping it clean. Keeping it clean. 2017. Keeping it clean. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but at one point he said. Uh, any lezzers in? <laughs> this is what he said. This is what so he was said. he like hosting? Well, he, how did he, it work? He made himself the host. Right. He was just doing a little speech before he brought me on. Yep. And then he brought me on and I just took the mickey out of him and they were really nice actually. But it was hard work because you're in a showroom. Yeah. But he was just the most bizarre and everyone sort of had to laugh at him because he was the boss. You know that sort of atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. So in a way it was kind of like a racist hostage situation. Yeah, it was... It was complete Brexit. But with laughs. Yeah. yeah. Laugh. Oh, you would be sacked. And he talked about people he'd sacked in the year. <laughs> and it was like, it was just bizarre. Brilliant. But a really nice playable gig. And he was up for it. I took the mickey out of him and he was fine. But just an odd insight, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must have been a little. There must have been a little moment when he thought, "Okay, the best thing to do is to go into him," but just knowing that he just might suddenly 
Suddenly. Not like it. Yeah, no, I think it... Yeah, maybe, but I think he was so keen to be a good sport. Yeah. You know, it was one of those where they say anything goes, and you think by the time I get on, everything has already gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I actually need to keep this... Keeping it clean, 2017. Yeah. Just raise the general tone a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it was good fun. <laughs> and that was the last gig of the year. So. That's great. Yeah, it was good. I was, I was on with uh, one of the other acts at the Sunday's Birmingham, it was Mike Wilmot. Oh, yeah. And he's so... King of filth. He's the king of filth. He's kind of forensically... He's like a journalist of filth. Yes, yeah. And uh, I don't think... I wasn't after him at a lot of the gigs. It's funny because, like you say, I've got a bit of a kind of raised eyebrow attitude to the rude bits. I kind of go, oh, yeah, there's a gate down yeah. to the canal there. They're just passing the Rosary Branch. I'm going to pick up the canal here. I just flip the selfie thing. Look at that. It's like a Christmas thing up above all there. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Quite scary, though, isn't it? It's like an angel of death. Yeah. So we're going to hit the canal and turn left. Cool. Southeast. Towards the Thames. So, yeah, I don't like to be on after Mike too often because it's really my brand of rudeness film. is kind of a. Uh, <laughs> know what I mean? Yes. A little raised eyebrow. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's been kind of. Completely graphic. Right, mate. Completely Describing parts of the body in yeah, unnecessary yeah, yeah. detail. Yeah. It just doesn't follow that way around. <laughs> no, it's a tonal issue, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I've got more gigs. You've got, two, you've got a couple left, haven't you? And they're all in London. Right. The travelling is over. Good. So that's good. Good. Um, and also, yeah, all the Christmas things. I think we were, we were talking about Christmas parties and corporates in previous weeks and identifying the possible negatives. But they, they've all been fun, haven't they? Yeah, well, I had another, co- another corporate... <laughs> Last Wednesday, I just had two, which is probably about the amount that I'd had all year. Yeah. And I was really nervy about it. Just really easy. Yeah. Really good fun, really good atmosphere, really playful. Yeah. And then you think, why can't they all be like this? Yes, exactly. It's like a gambling and winning, You just it, never right? know what you're going to get. No, that's right. You never know. So. Have you done much running then or what? I am. Um, as you know, I, we did just a couple of, I did a couple of runs. On consecutive days, quite far. Right. And yeah. then we went to the park around Manchester. Park Manchester. Yeah. And that felt great. And, yeah. Uh, well, like I was coming back, I still got cold symptoms, but good pace, good. Yeah. Feel pretty fit. Good fun. And then I went out two days after that on the Monday morning, and uh, I went around really fast without trying to. I, was, I think I was just. It was cold. Right. And I was had the memory of the pace from the park run. Right. And without even really deciding to, in a kind of foolishness, I just rattled off round round here. Yeah. And uh, that was great, but then it was all a bit much for my left knee, which has gone really stiff now. I can still run on it. It's just that was exciting. That was good. That was two of us running under a bridge with a lady on a bike. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. So Uh, this this left knee, it's becoming a bit of a problem, isn't it? Well, becoming or ongoing, I mean, it's been a problem. It is. It has been. It dates back to me falling over on it, but it's true in terms of running. It hasn't been this bad for a while. And do you know what? I had a really depressing thought about it the other day. I think that in spirit, my body, I think it's still fat bloke's knees. Right. Oh, fat bloke's knees. They're retrospectively complaining about my previous work I put them through. Right. And uh, still there. I'm also, you know, just built that way. I'm slightly beefy, even when I'm really light. 
Yeah. I carry all the weight up top. Yeah. It's all this running just makes my knees complain. But I think it's a good... You know, it's nice. It was interesting looking online because we've had some nice... Thanks for getting in touch for all the times you've done uh, runs and taken us with you and people who feel like they've been nice, yeah. inspired. And I think you said it on Twitter the other day that we've been inspired as well. Doing this yes. is really good yeah. for finding out about our own runs. And I think one of those things is realising that I'm... It's really obvious, but I didn't notice it until the last few weeks. Is I'm just more injury prone than you. I don't think I notice it because... I run on. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. always dealing with aches and pains. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that is because it'll always be the way because of my body shape. I've, I've just been lucky thus far. But you never thought, But that's why I like the old, uh, when I am training hard, that three weeks hard, one week easy thing. Yeah. I make sure I get my rest, you know. And so yeah, that's right. We run loads on soft surfaces. Well, I think you're physically much more disposed to running than me. I think that you're set up for it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm sulking about it, but it really spoke to me when that guy from uh, Ormskirk said the other day, how can you get, go that fast when you run like you do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and everyone's, there's something in that. Yeah. But everyone's style is different, isn't it? That's a great thing about it. Hey, I saw you on telly last night talking about Grand Norton. What did I actually say about it? He said... Uh, <laughs> what did I say? He was good, refreshing, different. Yeah. I think you recorded the interview in that building there. <laughs> they get you... Uh, it's a nice spot. We're just under the bridge in, Ho- in Ha, Hoxton, Haggerston. And uh, I, I certainly got interviewed in that building over They there. get you into chat for a, an hour about someone, then right at the end they say, any thoughts on... Uh, so I chat about Peter K for ages. And the yeah. Any thoughts on uh, Graham Norton? Yeah. Just right at the end. Well, you had good thoughts because you didn't get paid for that, and then it went. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, they did well. They're working well with their budget because it wasn't an expensive show. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's been a really interesting. What have we learned this year? So we started off down here on a day very similar to this. Must have been right at the beginning of January. Chatting away. Yes. Failing to record. Yeah. But I think at that point, where were we at? I mean, I was I was deep in it then. I mean, I just cracked my rib. Yes. Yeah, I'd yeah, been yeah. ill for weeks and I was really Well, I, I, I was really on my uppers. I think you think you didn't that you didn't realise that you were still a bit ill and messed up. Yeah, it took I, me th- I think you were quite sort of bullish, I'm back at it kind of thing, which you tend to be. Yes. You're quite bullish with pain and stuff, aren't you? Yeah, which is a blessing and a curse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ignoring it is healthy psychologically up to a point. Yeah. Until you actually break yourself. And I think I was actually, and this is directly linked, I think I was also genuinely miserable, depressed. Right. And uh, yes. I think I have the same attitude to that. Yes. I don't really... I kind of... I think these days I recognise that things are bad. But it's the same as the running. I just think, well, I'll just carry on. Yeah. And just get my head down and lean into it. So I think back to last February, when we actually had got started. Like you say, I mean, I was actually still, in retrospect, in a fairly beleaguered physical state. Yeah. <laughs> But I didn't. I, at the time, I was like, "No, nope, I'm back. I'm normal. Yes, fine." Yeah, 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 yeah. And you, you had you had your ribs, didn't you? Yeah, I couldn't do all my exercises because my rib was hurting. You know, whenever we ran, yeah. <laughs> and all the rest of the time. And then I had this thing where I had to get my dad out of hospital and into a good nursing home, and 
bully funding out of the government for that. Yeah. At the same time as complaining about my son's primary school. Getting out, get, it was it was huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I, I did that all whilst on a skiing holiday. Yeah. Holiday, I was working and falling over on these ribs. Right. Really, it was it was a terrible time. I didn't even notice. If I've got two things on at once, oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Poor little guy. Oh mate. Oh. Just chilling. Just kicking yeah, back really, for Christmas. Just, yeah. Lying down for Christmas. Yeah, I'll just still just lay here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just big, but, big old teddy bear. Again, it's so good to work it through on here, but I think the key thing there was the, the marathon. I think that shows how we've talked before about how a marathon is so can really help you process something, you know. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I think the timing, and hopefully we'll do it absolutely the same again next year. The timing of the marathon, in terms of life, and in terms of running commentary, and in terms of spring, it's just great, you know. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a rope to pull you out of winter. Yes. Yeah. It's great. And that was interesting about this as well, because we both had such. I think we both had successful marathons and just the ones we needed but from completely different directions I think I've, I think I've realised this year that uh, how much I need running as a kind of framework to pour myself into that contains everything as well yeah so I, I know I'm drinking a bit this Christmas like but and I haven't drunk as much this year because of the run. Yes. It helps. To, it gives me a rationale for draw, making good choices. It draws a line around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's been really good for me. You know. And also, I mean, I think we, we've covered it before, but I think it's worth mentioning that I'm a bit... I think running-wise, you're a bit like one of those characters in those films who, right at the beginning of the film, they're like, oh, yeah, I don't really do that anymore. And then within three quarters of an hour... They're offing bad guys and yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing uh, physical impossibilities. And it's a bit like that with you, because I think people would... <laughs> that's good, that guy's just taking a photo of this boat. <laughs> but I think we'll be able to fix that up. Here it's you go, fine. darling. It'd be, it'd be this fun. is my present for you. For Christmas, yeah. Something for you to do yeah, we're on going, weekends. We're going boating uh, this <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Needs a few touches. It's essentially ready. Yeah, it needs a little, just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. bit of love. Yeah, yeah. Just a lick of paint yeah. and to be <laughs> dredged up <laughs> from the bottom of the canal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think it's important to note as you continue in your mighty yet steady running pomp that last January, I don't think even you saw yourself in that way. From no, that I, I, I didn't really, no. I knew I was going to get into it and I was enjoying it but I wasn't really doing that much running you know yeah and since then I've joined a club and you know not six minutes off my PB or whatever for the marathon yeah it's been surprising yeah, I, say, yeah. I, I didn't anticipate getting this involved <laughs> in the running but I, but the same token when I went running with uh, Susie and uh, Susie Chan and Sean and Sophie of the week. They're more into it than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still really good fun to be but there. That's but that's the great balancing act of us, isn't it? And, and I think that um, hopefully is nice for, to, for us to cover as many listeners as possible. Is that we can touch base with you, Mickey D's. With your extremists. Extremists. Yeah. And also people who might be literally considering 
the <laughs> first run or their only run. The couch to 5K. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're into it. Yeah, I love all We destroyed the world of running like a pair of colossuses. Well, I love it Colossi, all. Colossi, if you will. I love, there's, an, there's, a, there's definitely an extremist within me. Yeah. Uh, and every now and again, I indulge him or her. But I don't want to... I think it's a him. I think the... Uh, <laughs> I think it's transgender. I think it's tra- transitioning. That's enough. I mean... Currently transitioning. That's it. He's in front of the... Very old gasometer there. That's beautiful. Um, and I think the line might be... I know this might be controversial for some people. Linked to Strava. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I was chatting while we were running. I went for a long, just to fill people in, a long 20-mile run with Susie Chan and Sophie Ray with them. Sean um, Marsden. And Sean Marsden. Great, real laugh. Beautiful running as well on the trails. And they were... Huge Strava ad- advoc- advocates. Yeah. And I can see the attraction. Yeah. But at the same time... And they're not the first people to come to us saying, hey, you've got to get on Strava. Strava. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of know that if I did, it would all... That would be it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd just be like... Because you basically measure every run, don't you? When yeah, you're on yeah. It's and a you little bit like... it in and tie it in. Yeah. Segments. Have you heard this thing about segments? Only in regards to chocolate oranges. Well, this is much more... <laughs> sort of running orientated right it's, so, so you, you measure your run and your routes and you share routes and stuff yeah then people get records along segments so we I just don't know run. if I'd be able to carry my turntable oh, with yeah. me I'm, I'm, I'm on fire aren't I so I'm on fire today pay attention segments you get records for the bits yeah so this so this bit that we've just run down the side of the canal there's a that, bike behind us that would be a segment on Strava right. and people would get people oh, welcome People will get records for how fast they've done, so it, so they, it keeps a record of how quick people are. Yeah. So you win crowns on segments. Yeah. So you'd end up. It, it would just make running more too too stressful for me. Yeah, that's right. I, no, I, I, again, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I, I we I think we totally see it, but I think we've got a we're we're kind of leery of obsession. You know, it's the same as if someone said. You should play Candy Crush. And I get that running is more worthwhile and you can get more out of it and everything. But it's still that sense of obsession and also of bringing technology into it when part of it is running away from the technology. Yeah, I mean, that's a big thing for me. Because I, I hate the idea of that. I'm sure that there's someone somewhere who would get me for Christmas. And, and also, it'd be a fantastic... I bet, I bet there's people out there right now who A, got something like this for Christmas and B, love it and will love it. Yes, so... Yeah. But the idea of... Uh, Something that measures all your exercise in the day. Like how yes. many steps you've done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, do, I just don't want to tie it down like it's that. It's too futuristic for me. It's yeah, too it's too... Um, but the same... I mean, like, Strava's obviously a great way of connecting with other people in the running community. Yeah. Sharing stuff. Yeah. I totally get that. Hello, mate. But, um... Yeah, I just, I th- I just like being off watch too much. Yeah, and I also like running slowly too much. Yeah. I like to run fast. That's one thing I've learnt this year, Rob. I like to run fast when I run fast. And when I run slow, I like to run slow. Well, that's it. I mean, you know. <laughs> I think, I think when you say that, you're taking the mickey out of yourself. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's it. That is it. But that's been, I mean, for me, that's totally uh, something I've learnt since running with you and running park runs is that there's any other pace. Right. I can run faster than my pace, and I can run slower than my pace. Yeah. And then how valuable classic, that is. Then your classic 7.10, 7.20, which, which was always your pace for the steady runs. And I it? think also going back to um, our park run from the other day, I think that I think we're 
writing ourselves about this. I mean, I can't say it, iterate enough. If you're into that Strava thing or whatever it might be, go for it. Yeah. But I think for me and you, there's that sense of a balancing act between not knowing and not thinking about it and getting it right. Yeah. We kind of want to go out without a clock and run at whatever pace we fancy. Yes. And yet be able to turn around and say, I was going this fast, I could have been going this fast, it took me this long, I probably ran around this far. But right. to do it all kind of a <laughs> dream catcher. Right. Aboriginal style, like we're doing it from the subconscious, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like yeah, you yeah. judged your park run time the other day to within 10 seconds. Yes. I and you hadn't timed it yourself. No, no I hadn't. I kind of just knew, I sensed it. Yeah. And, there's, and that runs, that's not just the timing thing. It's about the psychology of keeping it soft and pointless while still getting pace and PBs and all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a double think. I also, I knew I wasn't in the market for a, for a PB. Yeah. But I knew I was fairly fit and pushing at that. Yeah. Um, I, and I so don't you kind of know it, don't you? You sort of know where you're at, really. I think that self-knowledge, particularly that specificity of, of pace, but also just that knowledge of, I don't think we'd get on with Java. That's the kind of thing we've learnt this year. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I also like to uh, wander runs and long runs and off watch and yeah. that sort of real meditative stuff. Absolutely. You just don't want to put a measure on that. That was on one of our first runs. It was down here as well. When you were talking about that Australian guy, you like to run out in Australia and get lost. Yes, Derek, Derek Clayton, yeah. And I would rather do that in London, because you get lost in Australia, you're never yes, coming back. It's very dangerous. And you get bitten yeah. by spiders. <laughs> yeah. um, we're just going past to a lovely Victoria Park. Very nice. Lots of people living on the boats. Yeah. It's a boat community. And we're living on a boat. And we're living on a cardboard boat. So, but I've kind of gone off on uh, in different directions because at the same time as I really like my 
long, slow, how far, how how long, don't really know runs. Yeah. I've also really got into like ridiculously brutal track sessions. Yes. You know, club stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. I like both, you know. Well, you're just stretching all your muscles, aren't you? You're making yeah. yourself a three-dimensional runner. So, and it's like, it's like the fact that it's nice for us to run out and talk about it, but also to run out, you know, you go and do that, I go and listen to music. Yeah. And it's, it's all different things. It's all different things. And, and I also appreciate that running during Christmas is so valuable as a kind of, you know, mobile doctor. Yeah. To just right the wrongs yeah. psychologically and physically of, yeah. of the general abuse. And know. also, you know, it because... It's a fresh, it's a straightener, isn't it? And because Christmas is a boat rocker, isn't it? You think, oh, this is great. It's still positive. It's family. It's uh, time off. Nice food and nice drink. But, you know, big things and different things and socials and things, they, sh- they, they shake you up. Yes. They yeah, can shake yeah. you up as much as bad things. You know, a yeah. surprise is, is as stressful as a shock. There's a lot, yeah, and and running balances that all out, doesn't it? Yeah, there's it? lots going on. It's steady the ship, isn't it? Yeah. So, you're right. We should get some running in, in the Christmas period. Not too much, but, you know. Just a few. Just right, a that few. Guy, was it, there was a guy on the social media yesterday, wasn't he? I him talking. Yeah, it was funny because he said, I don't know if I should Kevin. take a break. Kev Atten, that's right. He said, I don't know if I should take a break. And I said, yeah, you should. And you said, no, you shouldn't. Yeah. But I hope really helped you, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> oh, completely conflicting advice. Yeah. He was suggesting just taking a week off over Christmas. Yeah. Which, of course, you can do what you want. Yeah, absolutely. But you've got to follow your nose, haven't you? I mean, yeah. I think I was inspired by trying to let my knee get a break. Yeah. I think a few runs, it's just nice to... Because I just, I just had a week off. Right. I didn't even realise I'd done it, but yeah. basically, Monday to Monday... That's a week. I didn't run, which is... It seems easy now, but there's lots of soul-searching on Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I should run, I'm not going to run. Should I, I really should, I'm not going to run. It's fine, it's fine, it's not fine. It's <laughs> just going under the Roman road, getting into the true east. So... Yeah, I just had a really vivid memory of that skiing trip yeah. I did in February. And, but that reminded me in turn, that must seem a long time ago now, but your mare clinic, that was pretty defining. Yeah, that was, that was sort of May time. Yeah. That was a special time. It was a special time, but that, that was part of uh, getting a bit fitter as well. Yeah. It was, I was very lucky to get the chance to do that, and it was really yeah. hard work. Getting a bit fitter, what do you mean, getting a bit fitter three weeks after you'd run a marathon in three hours and ten minutes without really breaking a sweat? Well, no. How fit do you want to be? Well, I mean, the 310 yeah. was really hard work. I mean, I nearly wept with relief when I stopped. I was, yeah. I was almost in tears. Well, at least... The pure relief that I didn't have to run anymore. Do you but at least like weeping is a more respectable way of letting liquid leave your body <laughs> yeah, yeah, while you're yeah. on a big run. Yeah. Yeah, oh, well, me, me on the finish line of this year's London. I mean, that was, that was when I was really... <laughs> it's a real highs and lows, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I, a year in review. And it, it was weird because I knew it at the time. I mean, I was just going to say, looking back at the marathon, what do you think about it now? But as I crossed the finish line, I simultaneously knew that, you know, the kind of the bottom had fallen out of my world. Right. And that that meant I'd done really well. Right. Because I'd been, again, bullishly, just running on... You know, because as I said before, I ran out of steam. You know, I ran out of any possible sense of 
fitness and power and energy at about 17 miles. You had your dark night of the soul, didn't you? Yeah, and I knew. I just knew I didn't have anything else in me. Yeah. And I... So I... You know, I muddled on to 20-ish. Yeah. Walk for a bit. Yeah. These guys are on a Christmassy walk. Great. Morning. Hey there. He obviously didn't respond, but it was yeah, nice to say that. But yeah... I, uh, but then I started running again. and uh, That's probably the last four miles. I started running and I got faster and faster and faster. And it was all stubbornness. Yes. There was nothing, you know, nothing, oh. nothing physically had changed. Tenacity. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, and then I got to the finish line. And, uh, yeah, that all just fell away. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I need a hospital. <laughs> I kind of, I think, A, I think my body's going to go into collapse. And B, I hope it does. Yeah. Because I could do with an ambulance right I now. really need a rest. And then C, just thinking, wow, that was pretty together of me then to run the marathon. So that's, yeah, I wasn't in tears, but... He gets so dramatic, doesn't it? I was, and that was when I knew that I hadn't been fit as well. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That was when you <laughs> realised you had to change things a little bit. Yeah. I was chatting to Sophie Rayworth, and I'm sure she'll chat about this one if we, if and when we yeah, get Yeah, we on must the try and get her on tape, yeah. She, uh. Tape. 44 years old. Yeah, get it's not her really tape. MP off the phone for that. On her, on her I'll send her a band of sheet. Yeah. Let's fax each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> on her first London Marathon. Yeah. She totally collapsed about the 80 mile point. Right. She blacked out. She thought she was going to die. Wow. She had to have a like intravenous strip and all that kind wow. of thing. She was just. But then she got up and finished it. Yeah, so she collapses. The ambulance comes out. She thinks she's going to die. <laughs> They're checking her core temperature. It's like ridiculously high. Yeah. And then. Uh, she carries on running. Yeah. Why, I mean, why would, yeah, why would you say. <laughs> she's tough. Some people don't she's need. She's a tough mother. Don't need Lisa Jackson to talk them through a marathon. Yeah. They've got kind of internal Lisa Jackson thing. <laughs> yeah, look at this new house, old house. Yeah, that's interesting. That's like that it? tweet that went round that said uh, it was actually from Up My Road, but it was just coincidence. One of the tweets of the year. There's a guy who said, I'd like to see a sitcom about these neighbours. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> That's funny, isn't By it? By the old lock. Oh, we must be near where we're going now. This down here, this is where, you'll remember, um, long-term listeners, this is where I saw a, a yellow wagtail oh, and right. looked and caught the guy's eye with a face that said, hey, yellow wagtail, look. <laughs> and then knowing that I just tried to tell that story with an eyebrow to a tramp. <laughs> <laughs> That's we can act that out now, actually. If you go by that bench yeah. and imagine you're nursing a can of strong cider and uh, look at me like you're staring through me into the hole in my soul. That's it. And whereas the look I gave you would have been something like this. <laughs> <laughs> Mile in Road, we're nearly there. So what else from 2017? What have no, we what learned? What, what I have learned is that... I can I'm getting close this thing about you know beating three hours and all this kind of thing yeah is that York was the first time where I felt like I was actually almost racing the whole marathon yes as opposed to going through some complete existential torment after 20 miles yeah 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 or, or like any kind of dynamic like that it wasn't yeah. a three act it was like one long act I felt like I'd broken through something yeah yeah and that was really and that, that gave me a surge of well-being for about a month. There's no getting around it. Yeah, like Vassal said about running 100k. Yeah, it's a little bubble of well-being or whatever. And I think maybe that's the skill. If you're that in touch with yourself, 
you kind of get the bubble of well-being instead of getting that thing where you lose all your impetus because you reached right. your goal. Right. Yeah. If yeah, you can yeah. turn that into a positive, and also what you were saying about when I run faster, run faster, when I run slow, run slow. The way you ran that marathon <laughs> weirdly reminds me of where I think we've got to with park runs, where you know you're racing. But you can't go off too fast. Yes, yeah. And you yeah. want to use everything you've got, but still have something when you get to the finish line. Because, yeah. <laughs> because I, I, I uh, obviously I was really tired, but I wasn't broken at the end. No. In fact, I was goofing and doing, you know, mock boxing slapstick with spectators about yeah. 200 metres on the finish. I reached this kind of. I was just having a real laugh. Yeah. But and again, you, <laughs> it was like, it was you probably get to a point, and I think maybe we should be trying to get to a point where it's not a desperate grasp, where you're not reaching slightly beyond yourself. Yes, absolutely. Instead, you should stay slightly within yourself. Yeah. So you've done everything you needed to have a good day. Yeah, because that, that's what the training's about, isn't that's it? That's right, exactly. It's that's like when I've we were thinking of running 30 just before York. Yeah. Bad idea. Would have been a, would have but, been a really bad idea. But there's something in it. There's something in really taking ownership of a marathon like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's one thing I've learned. It's very, it sounds very simple, but just the value of a good block of training. Yeah, yeah. And what that gives you. Absolutely. You know, and, the, and just that, that thing of, like, you earn your time during the training, and then, which makes on the day just a bit more manageable because you sort yeah. of know whereabouts you're going to end up. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, you, you know kind of, I mean? yeah, exactly. Parameter. The scariest bit yeah. of it, you've kind of you've chased just kind of it done already, yeah. Yeah. So it's a kind of... You have, this is a big phrase for me, I've already used it today, but you've drawn a line around it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's become the, so the race becomes a day of cashing in all your, all your training chips. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to a long sort of run off into the unknown. And know? again, if you're on a park run or a marathon... There is that social thing, isn't it? It's around on your own, but you want to check in. Like you at the end of York. Yeah. Like me at the end of London when uh, Vicky uh, came past, you know, looking incredible, having said two days before that she had, like, the flu. Yes. Just going off like a truck. Yeah. And I was like, well, she can do that. And it's been great running with all the people we've run with this year. Oh, it's been but, like, fantastic. just sort of socially and also all the guests and stuff. And everyone's got a different angle on it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And part of Manchester was lovely, wasn't it? Because it was so social. Absolutely. Oh, really friendly. And I really enjoyed that one in Birmingham on Saturday. I didn't go, I didn't do it. Yeah, the. the uh... <laughs> <laughs> it can be quite confrontational, nine o'clock start, especially when you're gigging all the time. Yeah, yeah, three gigs, gigs on Friday. I mean, what was I thinking? It was never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Stupid. <sighs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember any nuggets from all the people we've spoken to this year. And I've got to say, all I can remember is Simon Evans telling us that Aristotle's, Aristotle Onassis's barstools on his yacht were made of whale foreskin. <laughs> That's not that useful information. I mean, it's good information. Yeah, it is good information. It doesn't help us. Yeah. <laughs> I think that um, I feel like I know all about the New York Marathon because of Jason Byrne. Yeah. And uh, and I think Vassos and Susie gave a real insight into how it feels, like what the... To run ultras. To run ultras, to really get yes, that. Yeah. I really feel like... Which is something that fascinates me. It really does, yeah. yeah. It fascinates me. I'm not sure it attracts me. Yeah, yeah. I want to know about it. I'm not sure I want to do it. Kite comp- are these goose. Gigs? The, the goose. goose. The goose there. 
couple of geese there. By the goose. And a chimney. That's a big old chimney there. Oh, that's me. Damn it. Sylvie has it. Oh, that's pretend you're holding it up. Hilarious. Yeah, that's great. We, that is incredible. A real great. Um, I've done a great little. Look at this. Look. <laughs> Brilliant optical illusion. I cracked it. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the worst photographer of the year exhibition. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Who have we had? What did they tell us? Lisa, J- Lisa Jackson was amazing. Lisa Jackson was... What was great about chatting to Lisa Jackson? But your pace on mine is lovely. Yeah. That complete... Was that insight into the, the joy and resilience... Of, of the back of the pack the back of the pack that's right it was just she was so good fun and gutsy and she had loads to say and an evangelist chat runner yeah just just the idea of just running to purely I'm actually really looking forward to that phase yeah yeah I actually I know I'm a bit I'm a bit locked into I want to beat three in London and then I'll, I'll have a look and, and I'll see whether I want to go faster or not but I'm or further. It'd be faster, faster or, further. or further. But I'm looking forward to. I'm looking. Well, I might. I might even go faster and shorter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking forward. No, to it's like faster or further. I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop! Just or stop. Shorter and stop. Oh God, but, just stop! But I'm looking forward to that stage where I know I'm not going to get any faster. Yeah, yeah. And I can just kick back. I can just run loads of adventure runs. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, really exactly. I think that, um, that you know. Lisa's taking the the spirit of the dog run, the run where you don't care how fast you go or where, or where you go, and taking that into formal runs. Yeah. You know, stopping it being too head down, too serious. Helping people. I mean, she's got double think like we have because you. I'm sure she makes loads of claims about not being a proper runner and stuff. And this is someone who's run. You know. Dozens more marathons than we ever were. Yeah, and, and ultras and comrades yeah, marathons absolutely. and all sorts. Yeah. Huge runs. Yeah. And just a and I think she incredible achieved, achievement. She achieved that because she obviously doesn't know where she's going either. Because she took us for a run and had no idea, did she? No, that's right. <laughs> Very healthy. <laughs> Most people you meet for a run want to take you on their run or where they know where they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just trotted off, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, it was great it was when I realised that I was going, oh, I wonder where we're going. I think that maybe we've travelled <laughs> east for a bit too long. Maybe I can, I'm allowed to bring my knowledge to bear here. Yeah. <sighs> so, so next year we want to up the, we want to get, we want to get the, a more, just more guests really. Yeah, yeah. And more people, you know, share, share the word everyone. Because you want to be, uh, I think, you know, we don't want to be a cult thing. We want to be part of the... We should do... Someone suggested that we uh, do a kind of supergroup podcast and go out running with Marathon Talk. We should do that. If you're listening, Marathon Talk... Yeah, they're not, are they? They're not listening. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> who knows? That, that, that would be right, love, but... That'd be great. That day might come. We'll, we'll give it... We'll, we, we might reach out. What, what's... Uh, what would be nice is... Uh, Every so often you get people on Twitter or something asking for running uh, podcasts. Yeah. And we want to be in that conversation. Yeah, every time. Because that's what we are. That's right. <laughs> we're a running podcast. We're running podcast we? to listen to whilst you're running, recorded to whilst we're running. Here we are. There's Limehouse Basin. That's where we're coming There's to. There's the basin. There's we're a, running to the basin. That's, uh, so let's, well, it's the end of the run. It's the end of the year. And we'd like to thank you for running with us. Thanks for your messages. It's Keep been a taking hoot. us with you. It's been a complete hoot to run with you this year. Yeah. 
and let us move forward into the clean 2017. Yes. You got no it. swearing. No swearing, no drinking. No. Right? And there'll be no boozing before that, London, before the London Marathon. Really? No, oh, won't. God. No well, we'll talk about that next week. We'll see. Um, Run Compod, no, Twitter, no Facebook. Face. All that stuff. No booze. Serious. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Captain Punta 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 Punta